Hello and welcome to the Money Queen podcast. I am Alex Nicolaitis, the Money Queen. I am here to unite the masculine and feminine energetics of money and invite you in joining me to break the stigma of we don't talk about money here. I will deliver the loving bitch slaps that you need in your business to elevate you as a leader and support you to that next level and welcoming in the wealthiest version of yourself. With over 13 years in the accounting and bookkeeping industry, I utilize the support of the masculine in systems, structure, support, and ATO compliance combined with the feminine of the energetics of mentoring, guiding, getting really curious. So hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and I cannot wait to have you by my side as we raise the feminine collective and create true generational wealth and change. Today, we are talking about how you are repelling money right now and how to fix it. The first thing that a lot of people do, but somehow don't even realize, is that they are hiding. They are hiding who they actually are. They're hiding who they want to be. They're hiding who they actually are right now. They are hiding what they want to become for fear for fear of rejection, for fear of failure, heck, for fear of success. When we allow our fears to control our life, how do you expect to live a fulfilled and overflowing life? You simply don't. Hiding can look in business like not showing up on social media, not asking for the sale. Or when someone is in your world and asking you, what do you do? Downplaying. Oh, I just do this thing. Oh, and you know what I hate, actually? I remember when I passed life, people would be like, I'm just in accounts. And I'm like, no, you are in accounts. You do the books. You do the finances. I own that. Claim that. Not everyone can do this. Not everyone likes doing this. But if you love doing it, If you can do it successfully and effectively and you're getting paid to do that, you are doing accounts. You're not just doing accounts. Are you hiding your excitement about what you do because you fear that everyone else or other people in your world will criticize you? I know that that was a story for me. I'm like, a lot of people don't love numbers. They don't understand them. They don't connect to them. They think that they're boring. They think that accountants are boring. This is something that I faced a lot when I was an accountant. Every time that I went to a networking event and I started networking when I was like 20, 21, anytime that I would say that I'm an accountant, they would automatically put a label on me that I am boring, that I don't have a personality, that I can't engage, have an engaging conversation with them. So I learned to either hide and not tell them that I was an accountant or change the topic and start with, if they ask me, Hey, what do you do? And I challenge the conversation and speaking to that and say, thank you for asking. And I'm going to, I'm going to respond in a different way. I'm going to tell you who I am, who I'm choosing to be, what I love about life. And then I'll tell you what I do. And that is That is pushing the status quo, if I've ever heard it. That is allowing people to be like, 
ah, there's a different way of doing things here. This person is different. So that when I get to the, and what I do for work is an accountant, they're like, what are you kidding? Like, we've just had a conversation for a couple of minutes and I haven't been yawning. I don't want to, you know, quickly go to the bathroom. No one's calling me right now that I've got to rush outside and answer this call, right? It's definitely happened a couple of times. So if you are hiding your enthusiasm and your passion for your profession for fear of what other people will think of you, that, that is how you are repelling money. I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends this morning and she's moving into um, the like sex consulting space. And she's like, my family don't understand. What am I going to say to them when I go to this family function on the weekend about what I'm what I'm leaning into, what I'm moving into, because they just don't understand. I need to hide myself to fit in with my family. And I'm like, why? Why do you even need to tell them the details? If that is you dimming your light to fit into your family, there's a bigger conversation that gets to happen here. And you hiding in a place where you should, in inverted commas, feel the safest in your life, that is going to seep out into every other place, every other relationship. Because it's like where I should feel safe, I don't. So I hide and I withhold and I don't speak my full truth. I don't get crazy excited about the sex conversations that get to happen, right? Everyone fucks. Everyone makes love. Everyone has intimacy. But we don't talk about it. Same as money. Everyone has money. Everyone wants more money. Most people want more money. Everyone hasn't, most people have an issue with money, but we don't talk about it. A lot of people don't like numbers. I love them. I love the possibility that they get to create in our world. I love the stories that they tell. And I remember that I went to an event at uh, 30 June just recently and I was so excited there. And everyone was like, oh my God, Al, like you are just next level. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. And that's so okay. I'm okay with that. If you're not, that's your issue. <laughs> that's a you thing, not a me thing. I love numbers. I love accounting. I love bookkeeping. I love talking about money. That's my vibe. And I'm owning that. I'm owning that by creating this podcast. I'm owning that by leaning into money coaching. I'm owning that by still being in the bookkeeping space to keep my head in that industry because I love that. It's a gift that I have and I get to explore that. I don't want to hide the fact that I love money and I love numbers and they love me back. So if you are sitting there and you are hiding from speaking your full truth, from owning what you actually freaking love, and dimming your light so that other people don't feel uncomfortable in your presence when you're speaking about something you're passionate about, you are repelling money, queen. You are repelling money. So you get to lean into that or you get to change the conversation to say, hey, family, thank you for asking, but I don't, I don't feel the need to discuss the details with you. Know that I'm doing well financially and can we please talk about something else? right? You get to control the conversation. You don't need to tell them everything. They don't need to know everything. If that dims your light and you feel less than, 
change the narrative, queen, change the narrative, because otherwise you are saying to the universe, I want this. I want more money. I want more wealth. I want more abundance via this business, via this idea. But then I'm too scared to talk about it. I'm too scared to claim it. I'm too scared to fully embrace what it is that I love about it, what people get to experience by being in my presence when I'm in the fullest expression of myself, when I am talking so fucking quickly about the topic that I am passionate about because I've just got so much energy and vivaciousness about this topic. People get to experience that. They get to receive my energy from that. They get to receive your energy from that and they get to elevate their worlds. But if you were choosing to hide, if you were choosing to stay in the back corner, to be silent, to cross your legs, then that's what you will experience. More of that. Because you are allowing the fear to win. You are allowing other people's perceptions to, to win. You are allowing those stories to win. And the universe is like, what do you want? I don't know what you want. You're not clear about it. I believe that the, the, the universe is a Xerox copy machine of the actions that you take and the stories that you choose to believe. So I'll ask you, if I pressed the start button on your Xerox copy machine, what would be printed? What 10 pages would be printed? Would you be happy with what would be printed? If the answer is no, you get to rewrite your story. You get to turn another page and write a different story. Heck, that was only number one. I didn't think this episode was going to go for very long, but I think it is. <laughs> if you are listening to this episode and are picking up what I'm putting down and are ready to unpack and elevate your money story, then pop over to my website and see the money coaching package that is calling your name. Find out for yourself why I have been called the money queen that everyone needs in their life. After working with me, my clients are reclaiming their power in their business. And this has seen them bring hundreds of thousands of dollars into their businesses after having me on board their team. Are you ready to expand? Then let's fucking go, queen. Book in a call with me on my website, which is alexunscripted.com to show the universe that you are here for everything that you fucking desire and you are taking action. <laughs> the next one is copying others. If you are copying other people around you and not allowing yourself to put your own flair on what you're speaking about, what programs you offer, on the way that you communicate with people, then that's freaking generic. You are who you are and that is your freaking superpower. No one else is the same as you and nor should they be. If you are sitting there and you are literally uh, pumping out something that is not yours, you're not going to be aligned to it because you haven't created it. You haven't been a part of birthing. You've literally just copied and pasted. Your energy is not in that. That's not aligned. That's not embodied. People feel that. So that is how you were repelling money. If you are just copying others and being generic and this comes into the hiding because if you don't believe in yourself, if you are not sold on your own program, if you are not sold on your own offer, if you're not sold on your own business, you will then hide. You will then copy others and you will be generic. And that is you repelling money. It is you repelling yourself as well because you're like, 
I'm not worthy of this. My uniqueness is shunned. My quirkiness would be rejected. So I can't show up here. And this, the quirkiness vibe is on my vision board because I'm leaning into that more now. I have a lot of voices that I use. If you can't tell me, there's been a fair few um, exhibited allowed space on this podcast so far. And the more I've leaning into that, people are like, you're actually really funny. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know. But because I've got a lot of quirks and in the past I've been looked at funnily and looked down upon and been like, um, what are you, what are you doing? I've suppressed that. And now that I'm leaning into it, I'm like, cool. If you're not into my quirkiness, you can leave. There's the door. I'm so okay with that. I know that my people love it. I love it. I don't even care if my people love it. I love it. That is me. I get to be seen. I get to be unique. I get to embrace my quirkiness. I get to say yes to my yes. I get to say yes to money because that is my most authentic self, which as we know from that episode, my most authentic self is my most wealthiest version. If we are out of integrity with that, we are repelling money. The next one is if we provide mixed messages to the universe, i.e. love, hate vibes. Now, I spoke about this briefly in the last episode of when bills come into your world, if you hold on to them and don't pay them straight away, and when you do pay them, you pay them with resentment, you pay them with anger, you pay them with frustration of, fuck, that's not leaving me much left. But on the flip side of that, when money comes into your world, you're praising everyone, praising the gods, praising your clients. You're like, oh my God, I love this. But then when it comes time to invest, invest in someone else's prosperity, you're like, oh fuck, I hate this. Ugh, yuck. There's scarcity there. There's fear there. There's scarcity around, oh, I've only got this much left. I've only got this much left. There's fear around, well, I don't know when this is going to get replenished. How am I going to survive? And so if you're attaching positive vibes when money comes in and negative vibes when money goes out, the universe is like, um, what you want here? What do you want? I don't know. Because 50% of the time you're happy and like, yes, I love this. And 50% of the time you're like, I fucking hate this. I hate this. So what do you want? Money loves clarity. So what clarity are you providing to it? 50-50 ain't freaking clear at, at all. It can literally go either way. So when you are allowing yourself to change your relationship with money that's coming in, being grateful for that, and also when the money is going out, be grateful for that too, that's when you can stop repelling money. That's when you can lean into creating a more abundant future more abundant reality because otherwise mixed messages not asking for a sale sounds pretty freaking obvious doesn't it if you're not asking for a sale you are repelling money if you are in business most of you listening to this are and you are not asking for sales you simply don't want it because if you did you'd be asking let that land. If you are not asking for sales, you don't want the money. Because if you did, 
you would be asking for it. If push came to shove and you needed $20,000 to save your son or your daughter or your um, sister or your mother or your father, I guarantee you would do whatever is necessary to find that $20,000. I guarantee you. So if we were able to place so much importance on saving someone else's life and finding that $20,000, why then are you not able to do, to do that for yourself? To create the life that you're calling forward, to create the life that you say that you desire. I'll let you think on that. And then last for this episode is assuming that people know what your offers actually are. If you're sitting there in frustration and going, why are clients not coming to me asking to work with me? It's probably because they don't know how. They don't know what you offer. When was the last time you actually said clearly, hey, ideal client, this is what I have on offer. These are the programs that are available right now. This is what I've got coming up in the next three months. Would you like to buy? Would you like to work with me? This is what the process looks like. This is the onboarding process. This is what you will receive when you say yes. This is the experience that I deliver, that you will receive. If you are not clear on that with your ideal clients, with your target audience, with your social media, with people in your world that are on the fence about working with you, how will they know? They are not mind readers. They are not in your business. They do not know all of the ins and outs of your program like you do because quite frankly, they don't give a shit. Until you make them, until you put it in their face, until you show them the value that you can elevate and provide for their life, for their business, for their family. Until you connect with the value that you bring into their world, they don't care. And the first part of that is telling them, making them aware and stop assuming that people know what your offers are. Tell them, tell them again and tell them again and tell them again. I guarantee you that if they get sick of it, great, they can unfollow you. They can unfollow you. That's a them issue, not a you issue. If they're sick of seeing your stuff all the time, they can mute you. And I guarantee the people that perhaps do choose to mute you, they're not your ideal client. And again, that creates space for clients who are aligned to come into your world. So I want you to reflect right now in listening to this. Are you assuming that clients know what your offers are? Or are you telling them? Are you taking action? Are you giving them what they need to know how to work with you? Because it's all well and good to have a website and have all the information on there. But if you're not promoting that, if you're not being loud about that, if you're not being proud about that, if you are not being outspoken in that and repetitive in that, hey friend, did you see this course that I'm running? Hey friend, did you see the program that I'm running? Hey friend, did you see the masterclass that I've got next week? I think it'll benefit you because of X, Y, and Z. This conversation that we had the other day 
I that really resonated with me and I added this to my masterclass. I think that you should join. It's safe to provide people with invitations. They won't know unless you invite them. They won't know unless you tell them. So are you sitting in the assumption that people know what your offers are? If you are, you, my friend, are repelling money right now. And you get to change that. You get to change that narrative. So if you have listened to the end of this episode and you're like, oh my God, there are so many areas in my business where I am repelling money right now and I get to create a new story that you spend half an hour right now in writing what that is, getting clear on what it is you're calling forward, telling your audience what exactly your offers are, guiding them to your website, guiding them to your LinkedIn, guiding them to your Instagram, guiding them to your Facebook, guiding them to your Facebook group where they can elevate their world and you can embrace more wealth and abundance in your world in terms of money, in terms of clients, in terms of connection, in terms of relationships. The world is your oyster queen. It is yours for the opening. Thank you, Queen, for saying yes to your yes in listening to this episode and being a part of raising the feminine collective one conversation at a time. Remember to share this episode with your business besties and join me in breaking the tabooness around having money conversations. As always, if you have enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and share this on your social media, remembering to tag me in it to help this conversation go further, which creates a bigger ripple effect.